0: Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. What is the effect of this fire? What is the effect of the fire? The fire brings redemption, number one. Redemption. The fire among the Israelites, the Hebrews, was their redemption story. That was what brought about their rescue from the oppression of the slave master. Exodus chapter 3. I read from verse 1. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that, Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. Verse 7, the Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people Israel, and I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them, redeem them from the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebushites. Redemption. When Moses saw the fire, that was the fire that prepared him to go on the redemption agenda. To bring the people out of slavery. To rescue them. God wants to touch you and redeem you deliver you but it is when you are deep when you have an encounter with the holy spirit fire that your redemption begins may god give you a redemption story in this month may the lord visit you with an encounter by fire which will turn your life around a fire in your innermost being a fire in your secret place not where we play the band and we dance but your individual encounter like Moses encountered the fire and he was enabled, empowered to go and redeem the people of God may that be your story in the name of Jesus Christ number two the effect of the fire is repentance repentance your redemption to be swift. Repentance is when you turn around in your heart. You turn about and say, I'm going the wrong direction. I want to go the right direction, and the right way is the way of Jesus Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus alone is the way. You cannot be on the way and still have bypasses. What is your bypass? You cannot claim to be on the way and have bypasses. Acts chapter 2, verse 33. Peter, after the fire came, we have no time to talk about the so many things, so many effects of the fire. When the fire comes and you are turned into another man, one of the things is your ability to talk for God. Your ability to just open up and speak. You see, we all can talk, but can you talk for God? Can you die for him? Can you live for him? Can you be sold out for him? Peter yesterday was fearful. He denied Jesus. But when he entered that fire from the upper room, when the fire fell on them, immediately the baptism of fire gave him the enablement, the boldness, the ability to begin to recount what the scripture says. Not to talk loose talk. Talk God talk. Hallelujah. And as he was preaching. He preached scripture to scripture. He came to verse 33. Talking about Jesus Christ. He was exalted to the right hand of God. He has received from the father. The promised Holy Spirit. That by which we are baptized in fire. The promised Holy Spirit. And has Poured out what you now see. He had baptized us with fire. And that is what you are seeing. That is what you are seeing me doing. That is what Peter is saying. Because of this fire. Don't you see us? Don't you see we are crazy for the sake of the gospel? We have good news. And the gospel is the power. Hallelujah. Don't you see that we are declaring this power unto you? We cannot hold it in. I'll give you a scripture on that. When the people heard this, they were cut. Whose heart is being cut here this morning? Don't show me your hand. Let God see your heart. When the people were hearing the word of God, the preaching of the word of God, a heart that is dead, is saying, finish quickly, let's go home. He's saying, I have a plan to go somewhere. A dead and a cold heart. A very dead heart. He's saying, "Why, why are you preaching this message and not the other? I wish I didn't preach this one. A heart that is cold, is bored. I don't want this message. But when the people heard Peter preaching about Jesus Christ, he did not scream. He was just quoting the scriptures. Scripture upon scripture. And he said, what God has promised. He gave to his son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus, as he has promised, he has poured it on earth. Can't you see? And the Bible said the people gathered there, their hearts were cut. And they said to Peter, maybe this morning, your story is, you can come to me and say, Pastor, so what should I do? I can share with you what I am doing. You can go to the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, what can I do? You are not a granddaughter. You are not a grandson. You are a child of God. If you don't want to ask your pastor, you can just go to God and say, so what can I do, God? But they went to Peter and said, what shall we do? And Peter replied, repent and be baptized. Repent and be baptized. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you. Every one of us here seated. Repent. Turn around. Turn around too much. Turn around too much of everything. God hates. We wonder why we are not seeing anything. I have been begging God this year. Let revival come to the church. Revival means. or That is revival. Kick us. Whatever it takes. we a big boot from heaven. Knock us off. Kick us around until we are awake. Reviver, I'm not yet there. But Peter said, Repent and be baptized. Repent and be baptized, first part, that is the baptism of John, going to water so that it will indicate a sign to everybody that you say you will follow Jesus. But look at what Peter says, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Is there somebody in the house who wants to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit today? Somebody in the house who wants to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit today. That fire baptism coming upon you and your household. Hallelujah. Number three. The effect. I'm just looking at four things this morning. And I've done two. The effect of the fire has been submitted. As God put on my heart for today. The effect of the fire. When you repent, there shall be restoration. You have not gone too far away from God nobody went far that is why I'm saved nobody went far that is why Saul was saved and he became poor nobody went too far you, ca- you cannot possibly go too far God says come unto me come if sin is your burden still come if you are stinking still come. I have the solution, the medicine to wipe away. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter five, the word of God is able to wash away our blemishes. I didn't say it is in the Bible. I like that. The word of God you listen to, it can wash away sickness as a blemish, but more than that, it can wash your soul when anyone is in crisis, a new person, a new creation. Uh, the old has passed away. God wants to wipe away your sin. He wants to restore you unto himself. He wants to see you as his beautiful daughter, as his beautiful son. Don't you want to be like that restoration? He wants to restore you. Some of us, God wants to restore us to hope. All our hope is lost. God wants to restore us to peace. The chastisement of our peace was upon Jesus. His head was wounded. His brain was broken. The peace we should lose, he lost it for us. The chastisement of our peace was on Jesus. He doesn't want you to walk around worried. What can you do about tomorrow? What at all can you do about tomorrow? Tomorrow, we, I didn't say it. Matthew chapter 6. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Do you know your Redeemer? Do you know your Savior? Do you know your Baptizer? Do you know the one who will pour himself and live inside of you? Do you know him? Why are you so worried? Why are you so afraid? Why are you thinking that things are so tough? Some of us, our peace. Some of us, we have lost our life, our vision, our purpose. We don't know. We are aimless and hopeless. We don't know where we are going. But we still call ourselves Christians. So we can come to church and we go to the world to look for solution. When things are tough, stay put. He shall restore you. If you have failed, stay put. He shall restore you. You see, Moses in Exodus chapter 3, he failed. He took matters into his own hand out of season, Times and seasons. Don't go ahead of God. And if you've gone ahead of God and you've repented today, then he will restore you. And so he went ahead of God and he, he, he missed 40 years of precious life in the wilderness. Serving sheep instead of leading people. But one encounter with the fire, he was recalled back to vision. It is called restoration. May the Lord restore something you have lost today. Hmm. The man who because of sin was running away for his life. An encounter with the fire. If you obey God today, he will restore you. I don't know how God convinced him, but I think when you see the fire and you enter the fire and you felt the heat and the fire has not consumed you, something about that fire will tell you that is God. And with God, it is okay. Nothing shall by any means hurt me again because I've seen the fire. I've experienced the fire. With God, all things are possible. I can do what God says I can do. Hallelujah. And Moses He left his wife and his two children. Where he ran from, he went back. May you go back to something you have left behind. Something the devil told you you cannot do. Go back and do it. Because God is restoring you once you have entered the fire. In the name of Jesus. Lastly, number four. Revival. Revival is my heart cry. If you are dead in your heart, if you are dead in your spirit, if you are dead in your soul, if you are dead in your mind, God's word for you and I today is, there is a resurrection morning. Today is revival. This life, we must be revived. Do you know when you will die? What will you tell God if you stood before him today? Will you say you didn't know? Why do you want to live life dead and cold? Live life like, pff, we just go to church and we go home. No, we don't go to church and we go home. We carry church in our hearts. We carry the fire and we live like fire people. Hallelujah. <laughs> it is called grace. I don't stand up before I say the fourth one. I lift up your two hands. Ah! Don't. lift up your two hands to God the grace this is grace beckoning to you grace is saying come grace is saying I want to revive you grace is saying tomorrow is better Reviver for your soul me taraba dur murabani shandarabander murabani samuna God bless you, sit down, let me finish this. Reviver, oh revive us, oh God. Revive your church, oh God. Revive me, oh God, revive us. Reviver. Reviver. The apostles and disciples... Were crippled by fear. They were perplexed because of fear. They were perplexed because of the unknown. Too many troubles on you. So you don't know that it is possible for God to resurrect you again. To revive you again. To give you a new you. His new life in you. Hallelujah. But Acts chapter 2. When the fire fell from verse 1. Immediately there was A quickening a quickening when the spirit of the Lord enters you the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead that same spirit will give life to your mortal body the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead will quicken your spirit a quickening when the fire fell suddenly suddenly Look at everything that was happening. They were no more fearful. They were fearless. They were radical. They were telling about Jesus. They were praying and the place was shaking. They were not about their businesses again. Ah, Peter was walking around. He forgot where his net and his boat were. He was not even holding the hook. In fact, when he was going out, he was too busy thinking about the kingdom that he did not even put money in his pocket. By chapter 3, when they met the cripple at the gate, he said, we don't have money. We don't have silver. We don't have gold. But we have something more precious. Something more precious is what God is giving to somebody this morning. Something more precious is what Jesus wants you to have. If you dip yourself in the fire of the Holy Ghost. There is a turnabout about for your life. There is revival for your family. There is revival for my life. There is revival for our church. There is revival for your mind. There is revival for your business. The thing you are busy about. The Holy Ghost will take over and be busy about it. In the name of Jesus. Revival. Jesus. Ah, I like something Jeremiah said I was reading that over and over not because of today's message but time I read that I said Jeremiah what is that? I want that I want that Jeremiah chapter 20 and verse 9 the Bible says Jeremiah 29 20 verse 9 but if I see you see, everybody was trying to, to intimidate. <laughs> hey, hey. Intimidate Jeremiah. Intimidate him. Make him fearful. Ah, make him become one of the lying pastors. They, they want to turn him into something he doesn't know. Because God said to him, before you were in your mother's womb, I know you. When did that story change? Somebody is sitting here. You know you are not in your lane. You are not fulfilling your destiny. The assignment God gave you. You think it's too difficult. Don't you know it's too difficult for me? What am I doing here? <laughs> this done, my husband called me and he said, I think last night, not this done. And he said, I know the kind of person you are. You would have even preferred to be in town and be coming to church here. Because you are a city girl. I don't know what brought that, and I looked at him. I think we were praying or something. And I said, honey, it's true. And I started to cry. But when you are dead and you are set on fire, even if one person came, I know I am in the will of God. This is where I'm supposed to be. I am here to fulfill his assignment. So Jeremiah, are you sure this is what God wants you to do? Why don't you change your story? Why don't you preach like all the preachers are preaching? Why don't you give us some prophetic? I'm giving you a prophetic word. This shall save your soul. This shall save your business. This shall save your family. This shall make you live life on top. This is a prophetic word. When you live fired up. Have you seen a man see a woman before and say. That lady is chick. That girl is chick. You know what they are saying. That girl is fired up. Something about that girl is. It's, is living this, that girl I saw on the road is alive. And I want, I don't want dead dogs. I want the lady who is alive. The lady who has a swag, when you are baptizing the Holy ghost, you have a swag in the Holy ghost, you have power in the Holy ghost, you look different. People look at you and say, ah, have I seen her before? Have I seen her before? Something about her is different. She doesn't do things commonly. She lives life on the edge. He lives life on the edge. Somebody wants to live life on the edge. And not just be like that, but like this. Large, beautiful. You are checked by the fire of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. So Jeremiah, everybody... No, Jeremiah is a pathetic preacher. So to speak, everybody brings him down. And this is his story. But if I see... They were saying some things about him. eh? I mean, I mean, I mean... The priest who is lying... The, 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 one of them, his name is Pasha. There are many names, so I want to finish this message. But, but they stoned him. So many things. And Jeremiah said, But if I say I will not mention his word or speak more in his name, his word is in my heart like fire. <laughs> fire shot up in my bones. Many times, Pastor, we say, Just teach the word. I said, honey, look at the church just teach the word, fire is shut up in my bones, because this word it can make you alive, it can revive you, it can give you hope it can heal you, it can change you sometimes you will cry I'm not saying you will not cry, I'm not saying you will not have pain, I'm not saying you will not sorrow some days, ask me, but I tell you something some days things will go wrong but you are still above and not beneath, you are still going. Because the one in you is greater. Shanto Barabo. Jeremiah said, why, why, why do you want me to shut up? Why do you want me not to talk? Especially when I don't have anything to say. Once I, I don't have the word of God, I don't know what to say. All I know to say, and the thing is, is burning in my bones. When did you have your quiet time? Are you having it every day or every week or every month or every year? When you remember, when you try, you are asleep. So the word is not burning in you. See, life is not for here. Revival must come because, because we are not made for here. We are made for eternity. We are made. We are made for God. We are made to live for him in a beautiful heaven. I've never been there. But he's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should change his mind. That is why the man was begging from hell, from a drop of water, from the tip of Lazarus' finger. I don't know how he, he figured that would travel. <laughs> But uh, there's a place, there's a place called hell, and there's a place called heaven. You better be revived today and say, God, I don't want to live life going backwards. I want to live life walking on the way, for Jesus is the way, he's the truth, he's my life. That's where I want to go, so that I will arrive in heaven. Don't shut up the word of God. Don't kill the fire. Don't quench the fire. Don't look at this world. When you leave church today, so many things will distract you, but set your gaze on Jesus like Isaiah did. Set your gaze like a flint, and say, Christ is for me. Polycarp, he said, I've worked with Christ for 86 years. He did me no wrong. They were about to bring him. They were going to put him on stake and set fire to him. They were giving him an, op- him an option to deny Jesus. I think he didn't even think. He said, I've worked with him for 86 years. He did me no wrong. Why will I deny him now? Why should I deny him now? To the stake I will go. And he went to the stake. Choose Jesus. Choose the fire. The Holy Spirit and the fire choose that. As I bring the message to an end. All that I pray for you I've said in the message. It's time for you to pray for yourself. Shall we be on our feet? God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.